0: Hello and welcome to this first episode of The Delve, a new podcast from All Geeks Considered. This time we'll be covering Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Thank you for listening.
1: Your picks, yeah, or well, not picks? So this is much one as... of my
0: thrust upons. Yeah, yeah.
1: This is a movie that you had not seen already.
0: No, I had uh, not seen it. Diego totally.
1: and I had both seen it. Yes. Though. Okay. So, well, I, I guess first of all, did you like it? I mean,
0: I enjoyed it as a as a, as a film. It was a good film and a good thing to watch. But I didn't quite. It wasn't. It's not. It's not a movie I will ever call a favorite, or I say that I really liked.
2: Will you watch it again?
0: If you know, if I need to you know, present an idea to someone that this movie couldn't convey well, yes. That's but a never,
2: interesting never for pleasure.
1: It's like that's... he catalogued it for like future reference.
2: <laughs> if I need to discuss memory erasing with someone, this will be on the list. Yeah. Do you have like a file cabinet somewhere where it's just like, let's see. Wormholes memory erasure. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all. Faster than light. First of all. That's
0: way out of alphabetical order.
2: That is no good filing system. <laughs> well, I'm guessing you're a lazy filer. He's People looking at me. Files, if, if
1: it's not alphabetical. It's yeah, in really. the
2: cabinet. No, no, no. You got to have
0: alphabetical files.
2: You're an alphabetical file. Mint throw.
1: Delicious. <laughs> so Diego has Andy's
0: candies tonight, and he's throwing them around.
2: <laughs> not if on you, purpose. If you want one, come <laughs> to our recordings. <laughs> <laughs> I like mint. <laughs> Anyways, um, so from a, a uh, I can't think of the word, but from a um, academic standpoint, yes, you you enjoyed the movie, but it's not a movie that you would seek out or re-watch just for no reason at all.
0: No, this is not a movie i watch for pleasure. I'd, I'd watch it, you know, if I was if I was doing a, getting a presentation on, you know, uh, you know uh, visuals in film or memory and dreams, stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. The visuals in the film are... Are, are striking. Really, yeah. They I mean, really kind of stand element of
2: the movie. Well, before we go into that, I believe it was you, Jess, who had decided that this definitely needed to be on Vinny's list. I, I gave it a second, but I, I, can you maybe share with us why this to you this is a sci-fi movie that needs to be seen
1: um i think in general i I mean more so than a sci-fi movie that needs to be seen i thought it was a movie that needed to be seen but you know seeing and i really hadn't thought of it as a sci-fi movie before but then seeing it on like people's like top sci-fi film lists you know i was forced to kind of think about it from like a really sci-fi standpoint because Before, I just kind of really thought of it as, like, a a weird drama. But it it does kind of have have sci-fi elements. And not in, like, the classic sci-fi way. It's not, like, there are no aliens. It's not, like, set in space. It's not, you know... It's it's not even really all that dystopian or utopian. It's kind of very modern day. It's very... Well this kind is of almost yeah. realistic, except for this one kind of element, and even even the the like memory wiping is done in a very kind of realistic fashion. Like they talk about it as brain damage, and like you know, I could s- see that sort of kind of working. So like the, the even the science in it is not so absurd, where it's not like laser blasters, you know, or like light, lightsabers, you know, where you're like. Eh.
2: Well, this is what I like to call uh, independent science fiction
1: yes
0: I would agree with that it's I, I, you can't not call it science fiction just due to the the dream element of it, the dream of memory and the erasure and you know, the new the, the non non-real, non-real technology
2: but that said you tend to see a lot of this kind of thing in independent movies just that kind of like low effect kind of science fiction
1: well it I've I, I looked up the kind of entry on wikipedia of science fiction and like what really makes something science fiction there's kind of a checklist and i went down the checklist and, and like it doesn't quite fit in but then i read the the kind of entry on soft science like the par little paragraph on soft science and they talk about things by like philip k dick and then they mention um a handmaid's tale and even though the story of eternal sunshine is nothing like a handmaid's tale no. i thought that like it, it I was kind of thinking about it because again the same thing. I didn't really think of *Handmaid's Tale* as science fiction, but, dystopian future. But it, but it's kind of that dystopian. But it's very low hmm. science, you know. So it's kind of interesting.
2: Well, it's, it's it's a theme in some science fiction that the further you go forward, the more you go back, and like yeah. there there are decreases in society. So you can have like a, a lot of times you have had like instances where you know it seems like everything's normally primitive, and then you know some someone comes in a rocket ship or something. <laughs>
1: but, but I, I think like the, the the main factor to me that I, I kind of pinpointed as as making this a sci-fi film is that the general theme seems to be science versus human nature like they they have this technology to remove the the memories of you know bad memories that you just don't want anymore, but the science of it doesn't kind of work with the human our human nature to love who we love or like in the it, film like people have this procedure done, but then they just kind of fall into old patterns anyway. So there's technology and it can change us, but it doesn't really.
2: I don't know that I I, I, don't I, get I the just, theme of the right, film. Uh, you don't think so? I think so? well, what I think I think that you're you're close. To the theme, but I think that you're pulling this science fiction. I think the science fiction is a framework. To me, the theme is more about, you know... The it's, humanity of memory. And right. The I, power th- of memory. Not only that, but like, you know, they do have the power to erase these memories. And it doesn't have anything to do with the technology more along the lines of, should I? And does it really change anything?
0: Yeah, but I think before we go any further, let's, let's say what this film is actually about. We kind of danced around it for, for, for a little while now. We haven't given, you know, describe what happened, you know, any sort of plot. I I thought you
1: were the last person alive who hadn't seen this movie.
0: There are
2: always
1: people (laughs) who haven't seen a film.
2: You can't be the last person alive. No.
1: There's
2: There's probably, like, a couple others. There are always
1: people who haven't
0: seen a film, and I think, especially if we're going to try to be journalistic about things, we need to make sure we describe what's going on that way. There's a context. People haven't seen a film.
1: Okay. So, do you you want
0: me to? Uh, Sure, if you want to go into it, then we'll jump in as, as we feel.
1: The movie is about Joel and Clementine who meet on a train and embark on this romance. But then we start learning that uh, that they have both undergone procedures in order to forget each other because their relationship turns sour. And uh, we we see most of the film through Joel's perspective as he kind of runs through his memories trying to hold on to this last remaining memory of Clementine because he starts to regret his decision.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, last minute <coughs> of the procedure, That's my, most of the film is him trying to...
2: Keep what he can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Saying it like that, though, like when you, you said it, it brought something to mind, and I do think one of the maybe a low-level theme in this is that. Especially the way they put it, you know, Joel and Clementine meet each other, but they don't realize that they've had this long relationship. And they're still, like, even though they're very disparate personalities, they're still attracted to each other. It it makes me think there's been some science to prove this, that, like, um, just because we don't have a memory doesn't mean that we don't have the emotions attached to it. Like, uh, there's an anecdote in a lot of uh, memory education academics, where, uh, the man who couldn't really remember, he couldn't put anything in a short-term memory past, you know, ten minutes, he'd forget it, um, his daughter would visit him and his wife every day. She'd come in, she'd say hello to the dad, you know, she'd spend some time with him, she'd go see the mom, she'd spend some time with the mom, and then she'd leave. And the father was getting completely upset and angry, and he, he didn't know why. Yeah. And so he'd, he'd have these, these emotions, he'd be angry, he didn't know why they finally figured out. It's because he didn't remember the daughter visiting him. So he'd see her leave and get angry that she didn't say anything to him. Mm. So even though he didn't have the memories there, the emotions were getting mixed up there. And I think in a way that you see that here, where they're just like, well, just because you have your memory erased doesn't mean there's no pull or attraction
0: I, I think, though, just because of the, the serendipitous meeting of them later on after they had the memorization, it almost hints more towards a destiny aspect. And I think they kind of... I, I would almost definitely say that if they had done the relationship of uh, Kirsten Dutch's character and uh, I want to say Benjamin Franklin's character, but I don't remember. Benjamin the actor. Tom, Tom Wilkinson?
2: Tom Wilkinson, Tom Wilkinson who plays
0: Benjamin Franklin and John Adams. <laughs> Does he? Yeah. So okay. That, that's what I, I always associate that actor with. He's, he's in a plenty of things you know, he's in the Batman Begins. And, See,
1: it, it's... It's interesting because Diego takes it from more of a neurological standpoint. that's who I am <laughs> but I saw it more of like a human nature standpoint like you say uh, like, like you the, your interpretation of it is that these people maybe had the emotions like kind of lingering from definitely the like they still had the,
2: the emotions, Whereas, but no.
1: I look at it like, it's kind of the same but different, whereas I see it more as the science couldn't change their nature. Like, it was in Mary's nature to be attracted to Dr... What's his name? Uh, Harold
2: it says, Mirzwiak. like ha-
1: Harold or something. Dr. Howard
2: Mirzwiak. Dr. Howard.
1: Howard. Dr. Howard. Yeah. So, yeah. It, I see it more like it was in her nature, <laughs> like it was just... It was the cycle that's going to keep happening and happening because that's just who she was. Like she was just always going to be attracted to him. It wasn't like a memory that was like triggering this attraction. It was just who she was. That's the kind of person she was attracted to. And the same thing with Joel and Clem. So
0: well, I, I, I want to interrupt you a little bit on that one. I mean, the, the one one of the big things in the movie is you know memories are what make us who we are,
1: mm-hmm. and they're
0: deleting the memories of the time period when you knew that person. Mm-hmm but not the memories that made you the person that yeah. caused you to meet that person. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So, you
0: know, th- those memories are probably what, call, you know, yeah. have elements of, you know, why you're attracted to someone, why you're a changed yeah. person, so that you're still somewhat the same person. You're just almost reverting yourself back some years before, yeah. especially, you know, in the case of Joel and Clementine, who they were very close with each other for... Two years. ...that time. Yeah. Well, and, I don't- you know, it's a significant part of his life. That, you know, even his journal, a lot of it gets lost. Mm-hmm after
2: that. Well, I also like the fact that, um, you see them, you see him, like, you see them post memory wipe, and he's not a happy man. I mean, that's gotta do something to you, you know, cause they're just going through and being like, well, you knew her, there." like, they're just butchering his memory. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's gotta create some sort of trauma there. They're causing him brain damage, he's not remembering things. Yeah, And I mean, even though he paid for it, is it really making him happier?
0: Right. Oh, well, yeah, it's, it's a lot of a lot of things people pay for. And it doesn't make them happy. You know, extravagant vacations, drug abuse, all
2: these things that people. I I just think that try. that's that's in a way part of this theme is just that you know he wasn't it didn't work it just made him a different kind of sad.
1: So I I see you have notes. Yeah,
0: I I, I made I made some notes of issues I had with the story of, of the movie. Okay. The, the first of these is we had Elijah Wood plays. Patrick. Patrick, and he, he uses Joel's memories to build a relationship with, with Clementine, Clementine, and I don't know, I don't see that storyline having an important role in the film, and I don't know maybe if that was, you know, half a deleted story that we didn't see,
2: well, I, I think but it, it
0: just made him a dick for no reason, you have no other attention to this character. I don't see a purpose to the, to his character being in the film at all.
2: Well, based on what we've just been talking about, I, I think that it does have some purpose. Because you start to get to the point where it's just like, okay, well, can I can I use these memories in these events? And will it work for me to be able to, like, mimic that person? And can I trick her into liking me without her realizing why?
1: Or it almost might also go more See, that towards That could
0: work if it was more in the film. But it's very, very loosely in the film. There's not much of him in the film. Mm-hmm maybe a total of like 10 minutes and if they wanted to explore that more I think they could have fleshed out better. Yeah. Well, there. And- I, I think that they might have. They might, you know, I was reading IMDb. There are several deleted scenes, but none
1: of them have to do with him. Okay.
2: Um, a lot of the scenes they cut apparently have a little bit to do with Clementine because they didn't. They cut some because they didn't want us to dislike her.
1: Yeah. They also reordered the film a little bit. Right. She is pretty dislikable Absolutely. At some I some the film, I and it. like her most of the film. Yeah. So.
2: No, but I didn't really like Joel that much either. So that's cool. They they're deserve not, each not, other. They're not
0: likable characters
1: but um I, I, I like them and not like them you know I think you're kind of seeing them mostly at their at their work you know, which is
0: what so you know, the, the, it, it, it is hard to lead. like
1: them like uh, Joel starts the film being very sad and despondent and and, and that's it, not necessarily li- you know dislikable but it's not really endearing either. And then you kind of see them at this, dark period in their relationship and so but
2: so you didn't like patrick and his storyline i I just think it didn't really
0: work in the film
1: see now i think patrick was almost there to kind of play off of the idea of destiny a little bit more you know like it wasn't that you know the that he had the right taste in jewelry that did it for her it wasn't that these words were the right words to say to her because joel said them and they worked but patrick said them and they didn't so I almost wonder if the, the author wasn't going for, you know, Patrick to, to highlight the fact that Joel and Clem were meant for each other. But it, it, you're right. He's not in the film enough for it to be explicitly clear, but I could see it be interpreted. It's, in it's like way. he had an
0: idea of where he was going when he never really knew where to go with that character. I don't think he ever used him well.
1: I, I kind of liked him in the being in the film. I, I think Elijah Wood was kind of... Good at being a little, a little bit creepy, but like oh, he, he always is. is. He's, he's, but he was a good actor,
0: and he did his, he did his job well.
1: Yeah, I think I, the problem is with the
0: character and the writing of using him.
1: I, I think in your the story. I think your note really the the exact note that you wrote there is is kind of dead on. Was he needed? I think I think he I kind of can understand his purpose in the film. If he wasn't there, would we miss him? Probably not. Hmm.
2: I don't miss the film though, so <laughs> I I just I, I do have a little. Problem with your use uh, of destiny, because if it w- if if they were not destined to be together, then would they have really broken up in the first place? Yes. I mean,
0: sure. I I th- I think that uh, I think that they were
2: destined a- to break up. I think they'll break up again. Yeah, maybe,
0: not necessarily like a happy destiny, destiny is
1: wrong, but like uh, like drawn there, to one. another. I
2: can see that there may be a kismet.
1: A kismet is maybe a better word. I, I you're right. Destiny maybe sounds too. Hokey. and
2: I just don't know finite. that they're going to find themselves together always, and hmm. it's a little too fantastical, especially mm-hmm. in a movie like this.
0: Okay. And the, the other story that I had a problem with was the Kirsten Dunst's character. So and
2: basically everything but Joe and Clementine.
0: And the Howard at the end. <sighs> okay. Where, not, not not, her and Mark Ruffalo, that I had no problem with, mm-hmm. that you know was a good, that actually did build the characters up, even though it didn't really play into the story, it gave them a bit of an interaction. Okay, and it,
1: it it wasn't you know
0: wasn't wasn't needed, but it did have a better feel to need, feel so it. Feel more was, organic to part was, of the story.
1: So it was Mary and Howard. Yes, I, I don't understand and Tom the, the, the way that they you know reveal.
0: That this is a bit, okay, well, we're moving to spoil a Second, but in they had a relationship. She had had her memory erased, mm-hmm. and that being the way that everyone finds out that their memories were erased. I think that that was a poor way of doing that. I don't think it didn't feel organic to me. It felt. Very forced. I also don't understand which under-
1: part. I'm not sure. I understand which the, part of it? The, the end of the film. After she quits,
0: uh-huh. she mails everyone their file back.
1: Okay, that's the part that you don't like, or the the fact that that Mary and Howard, they showed that Mary. And I don't Howard mind
0: that. I, okay. think that. I feel that that they use that as a way to get that forced ending, though.
1: So it's kind of like the Deus Ex Machina. Yeah,
0: they, they had to really push that ending to you know having everyone get their memories back at the
2: end. I also don't understand it. I, I guess maybe what I don't understand is, and maybe I just missed the explanation, Okay. but I don't understand how you don't know. I mean, it's not like Joel and Clementine were with each other for two weeks, and, you know, I can understand, like, if you just kind of tweaked two weeks, but if you're together... For a decent amount of time, or if there like were people here who were like you know wanted their memories gone for a year, like how do they do that and not know they huh. contracted the services? Okay,
1: okay, I, I can address that. I, I see what you're saying, but and it and it kind of like and it's actually funny because like it's underlined here in the in my notes about um, science fiction and that part of you know for something to be a si- you know in within the science fiction genre. Usually you have to have a considerable degree of suspension of disbelief. So I think that it kind of falls into that category, where it's just one of those things where, you're right, I'm not saying that you're wrong, but I think it's one of those things where, for the sake of the film and the greater meaning of the film, you have to suspend your disbelief and say that the technology works in such a way that the holes are are not I, there.
2: I just feel like the best <laughs> science fiction gives you plausible means and addresses major holes. Yes, you absolutely have to have um, some suspension of disbelief because these things don't exist. Mm-hmm. But it could have simply, they could have just been like, instead of making it so believable, they c- like brain damage, they could have just like gone a little extra and been like, well, we're replacing your memories. You know, we're just Or we're excising that person And you'll have been at the skating rink alone And mm-hmm.
0: They do make sure to give those cards to people That would say, you know To, the, to tell people around them uh, Don't mention the relationship mm-hmm. So that, you know, that could be that People are complicit in this yeah. that their friends and their family
2: well sure and that, to a point that works but you're still like you know I don't really remember how long they had been together two years, that's two two years, years of, yeah. but that's two years yes. so regardless if someone mentions it you've lost like if you spent three days a week with that person that's a lot of days
0: Yeah, and, and he does notice notice he's lost though because he knows his journal has has page ripped out mm. and he does see that things are wrong and
1: there's there's even a couple of scenes where where Clementine is with Patrick where she kind of acts like she feels she feels like she's losing her mind she says things like i feel like i'm disappearing i feel like i don't know who i am i don't feel real anymore those are probably not the exact quotes but that's kind of the general gist of it so so she she does suffer from some negative effects of the the mind wash you know erasing because of you know these gaps these holes in her memory so Mm -hmm. it's it's not explicitly addressed but I, I think it's I think
2: it could have be- been done better.
1: Kind of, like, lightly grazed it, it, it. could have,
0: but I think this film wasn't focused on the sci-fi elements.
2: Mm-hmm. Like I said, even in these soft sci-fi things, I think that it's important to make sure, like, in order to actually be able to accept and see, like, the true themes of the story, I think that they need to make sure and do as much as possible to not make you think about the science fiction aspects.
1: I don't... I... I, I respectfully really didn't, disagree. Didn't, I don't. I, I don't think it took away from you. I'm
2: really surprised that you disagree with me. <laughs>
1: that I, I, never happened. Really you know, Once again, this watched, the table is yeah, in I opposition know. To that side,
2: having the watched table. it, having watched it for the second time, that's when it really started to bother me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like the first time, I didn't think much about it. Yeah. But like having to watch it again, yeah. uh, You know, I guess you just start to I don't know. nitpick. I- <laughs>
1: I, I personally haven't. I mean, I've seen the movie like four or five times. Not that that, you know, makes mm-hmm. me so much. But, I, I mean, it's, just, it's and maybe, just... I'm the expert. I'm well, the expert. Well, also,
2: maybe, maybe from a perspective of the science isn't so far out of reach. Like, you know, I'm in Star Wars. They have a lightsaber. It doesn't make sense, but it's magic. we don't have a fucking lightsaber. It's magic, yeah, but right. this is this is memory. <laughs> you know, I've i I've been through. I've I've taken my classes and you know mental I, sciences. Yeah, you know, like you
1: know it's interesting because I
2: yeah I've taken a bunch of neuro, psych classes. And, and that see to me that maybe it's close enough that it actually does bother me. Like I, I do know a decent bit about memory, and yeah. I mean you do too. But yeah. apparently it just doesn't hit you the same way. No, it doesn't. But it irritates the piss out of me. I mean, they should be walking around just unhappier, and they should suspect something's up. I would think even if they did, like, a contract where, like, the company mailed them and said, okay, you've contracted us to have your memory erased. You really wanted it erased. Here's a videotape of you saying, no, you don't want to know anything about this. Just go on with your life.
1: Yeah, I
0: don't know. I, I I think this film isn't so much as, as big on the sci-fi. though I think the you know what, what makes this film stand out is you know both the thematic elements definitely. and the visual mm-hmm. the
1: yeah, elements yeah. of the film. Absolutely. I think this is probably one of the lesser. Uh, yeah, know, the real hard sci-fi. I mean, on our list, the only so thing that can just really, happened to be the first really
0: visually compare it to is uh, Paprika. The only mm-hmm. thing I can, I can really, see, yeah, really you know. Yeah, but
1: um, quickly
0: say that, you know that sort of. This is
1: changes. a film that I think is on Dave's it, list. It, it is yeah, I haven't it's, seen it's that. I don't bad know bad. what that is about. So, um,
2: but it, this is a this was a very strong cult following film, and it does have some really great things like out of order scenes, um, and you a a know, of there's memento. Right, along memento. There's the sci-fi involved in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a lot of good stuff. There's you, the the side plots that I I can to independent films where they just kind of you
1: know what I I another. I was also thinking about this film and the fact that I think why it's so such a good film is is it's very accessible and it has a very broad appeal. I think it somebody who isn't into sci-fi at all can watch it and still really appreciate the the relationships in the film. But somebody really into like you know science and psychology and. And even a little bit of the dystopian science, future, yeah. you know, they can kind of look at it from that perspective and enjoy it that way. So I think it's kind of got this broad appeal where you can get things out of it, you know, even, you know, with an interest in a wide variety of genres. But I, I would
0: say it's not necessarily a broad appeal film, it is a very really. much a, a a film film. A, a film and person and <laughs> it, It's a very, it's a very niche film. I think it's more niche than a lot of science fiction films, honestly.
2: Well, I think that's why it's a cult film yeah. favorite. Is just because a lot of people didn't really care. Maybe, you have maybe, to be forced uh, to watch yeah, it.
1: Maybe it's a maybe it's a movie that it's, should have broad appeal, but it's a, fil- it's people a film. People just aren't film. smart enough. For it.
2: <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> Boom!
1: Damn! If if I mean, if you don't like this film, you're
2: stupid. I actually have to side with you, Vincenzo. I, uh, from an academic standpoint, just, you know, seeing the film, seeing the style, the techniques, the imagery, it's an outstanding film. I, I did agree that you should see it if you haven't seen it. On that note, though, this is not a movie that I'm going to watch for pleasure. I'm, I'm not going to watch it just... This a, is not
0: a pleasure. I Wow.
2: And I'm... As, as, as at least the people at the table know, a rom- a romantic movie fiend. Yeah, that that <laughs> really
1: surprises me. Wow.
2: But I, I don't like it, might help if the characters were more likable, yeah, I, I, but they I, weren't.
0: I, I, I enjoyed that part that they're not likable characters. I don't, I don't like romances where they're likable characters. It was
2: too real, maybe. Like, they were normal, dislikable people, because, you know, people I, I, suck. I,
0: I, I like that about it, honestly, that they were human and they were broken and they were natural.
2: I don't mind broken. Yeah, I that, just.
1: I mean, that all being said, this is one of my favorite movies.
2: And I, I'm glad we so we inflicted I mean, it upon Vinny. You know.
0: <laughs> it did have some film noir elements, especially the beginning felt very... Sure,
2: sure, sure, yeah. The, the, oh,
0: the, the yeah, music like, yeah. and the voiceover were mm. in the great the cadence and everything about the beginning of the film, especially and a little bit throughout. And, and, and when the dame
1: walks into... No, I'm
2: just kidding. There are no, no. Dun, 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 slinky red dress, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> they walked in with a gowns up to the ceiling. <laughs> I, I bet you Joel
1: is a big... Film noir
2: fan, probably. Yeah, yeah I can see that. I, I, I can understand you liking the film, and I don't like I don't think any worse of you for liking the film and it being one of your favorite films. Thank you. But I don't. I I guess I just don't agree that like it's a film that everyone should like. I, I think that it has to talk to you.
1: Yeah, no, I could definitely see a lot of people not. It, it's just, it's it. the smart version of it's, Total Recall. It's a little weird. <laughs> it's a, it's a little weird. A lot of people don't like the out-of-order element I love that. That's you know, but that's, that's, like, mm-hmm. kind and, and of, and it they gets confusing actually, for people, and... They help,
0: but they help you through that by, if you watch her hair color. Changing
1: her hair color, That's exactly. how you can track yes.
2: when in the relationship they are. Yes. No, I mean, from just a technical aspect, and from just, like, admiring a film, it's a great film.
0: It's beautiful, and the but, visuals but it's are not, so it's good. definitely not for everybody. It's no. this film, It's got to be the right... I don't want to say the right kind of person, but you got to be
2: willing to go into a film that you will
0: not necessarily be happy at the end of the, this film, yeah. what might inflict some, you know, sanity damage on you.
2: I don't like, I don't tend to it's, like depressing movies, and it is it's depressing. majorly depressing. You will, de- <laughs> you will definitely
0: lose, take some sanity damage in this film, Now, watching
2: it. Like, I don't mind movies that are sad, but usually the movies that are sad that I like also make you laugh, hmm. like dramedies.
1: Oh, yeah, I, I, this, this doesn't have very much comedy in see, it. I, I
0: like when it's a sad film and it has a sad ending, and it just you know.
2: And yet you don't like this. Everything you I, say I, says I, you should I love this movie. The yeah.
1: Film,
0: but it's definitely not a film I would go back and watch often. This is a film I would show people. This is definitely one that I would I, you know I might if I see it for cheap at, you know on sale I would definitely pick this up and it's my collection. And be like, hey, have you seen this? Check this out.
2: And, and to an extent, obviously yeah. I agree with you. Otherwise I wouldn't have said no. This has to go on your list, Justice writes. <laughs>
0: And I was sit there and watch it with them because I think there is more you can get out of this film with more viewings.
2: And- Definitely. I, I feel like, well, I mean, obviously I just got more questions the second time, but maybe yeah. the third time would help. Yeah. <laughs> well, But, no, so our, our first foray, and it was successful, you know.
1: So are we are we supposed to, like, are we are we going to, like, Siskel and Ebert it? Like, thumbs up, thumbs down? Or are we going to have, like, have some we, kind have have of... How we share, like, like, our final thoughts
2: on the film? All right. I'll, I'll start as the most negative. Um... <laughs> No, I, I I agree with like I've said it a couple times now. I I think it, technically it is a brilliant film. I like the screenwriting. I don't have the the story problems that Vincenzo has in it. I like the techniques used. I uh, even like the casting. But yeah, some. I, f- I was
0: actually. I think I something I, we didn't bring up actually was that. I oh, yeah, Carrey. Yeah. Who I have a, a passion
1: hatred for. Did, did mainly you because, hate him way less in this? Well, I did
0: mainly because when you I grew, growing up in the
1: '90s, every film he's in, he's terribly obnoxious. He, he's not the mask, or he's no, he's not sure the mask. Yeah. No,
0: yeah.
2: he does very well at serious films. Did you see
1: the Truman Show? No, I haven't. Hmm? I just haven't
2: because it's not science fiction. I guess it's not really
1: at science At all. all. <laughs> it, uh, it was, uh, you should see the
0: truth. And I think, I think he did a good job. And there were moments where, like, his Jim Caritas came through a little bit. And it's kind of like Nicolas Cage and his serious roles. There are moments where that Nicolas Cage will break through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm looking at some trivia, actually, he was originally cast for this role.
2: That would have been interesting. Yeah. Oh, but I might like it better. <laughs> it but, he, but his scheduling
0: didn't work out.
2: But, in any case...
0: like Nicholas Nicolas Cage is an Academy award actor... Jim Carrey is not. That's true. Actually, let me check. I think he might be. <laughs> I think Jim Carrey might have an Academy
2: Award. It might have been for this. No.
1: Yeah, I and mean, anyways, your, can, uh, I, can I finish yeah. mine?
2: Since you interrupted no, I me? I think
1: we should let Diego finish <laughs> <Yes>.
2: <laughs> In any case, um, from that technical standpoint, like I said, the casting, the imagery, no. the techniques, that said, something about it just didn't click with me on that personal level. Uh, it, I should have liked it completely. Some part of it just is... It's a take-or-leave movie from that perspective. For me, we're watching it. But I do agree that it's something that everyone should watch. If nothing else, I think that you probably can find more about yourself by watching it in the ways that you think. But that's me. Jess?
1: I, as I have already said, this is one of my favorite movies. And I don't know, I, I... I think even though the characters are imperfect and are, are not explicitly likable, I just kind of I, I really I don't know, I really connect with them. I, I I really like them, you know, even you know, for all their, their bad qualities. Sure. I like them as characters, not necessarily as people. <laughs> so, um even a little bit as people, but you know, aside from that, I I, I like them. that they're flawed. <laughs> um, and I and I like the idea that these two people can have these problems and still find themselves drawn to one another, and that, you know, that relationships are more than... I, I, I kind of like the relationship aspect of it. The, I, the, uh, the, the, the human connection aspect of it, mo- mostly, is what I liked. And I liked all the side stories that went along with it, even though they may have been slightly, you know, second fiddle, but I still kind of like them. I, I,
0: I definitely think this is a good film. and For someone who doesn't like romantic films... Mm-hmm. Well, I don't like rom-coms. I... That's is. this is not a rom-com. I, I think this is a good relationship film. It, it feels more naturalistic even though it's a science fiction film, mm-hmm. and I would say that this is honestly a strong sci-fi film that I really enjoy. I think the visuals are super unique, and you know, I've only seen things you know can like, compared to an anima- as an animated film. So it's you know, and they did that with all practical not practical effects but film filming effects. Mm-hmm. So you know, stopping and going and you know, moving things quickly and. Mm-hmm. Really, and, you know, as we're going to go through this a lot, and we're going to talk about effects. You know, you're going to hear me talk Lighting about this of course. pretty much every film.
2: I think it's important,
0: and I think that this film does it really well. Doesn't make it look bad.
2: Mm-hmm. No, it, absolutely. Technically, this is a brilliant film. Uh,
0: you know, the screenplay is fantastic. I actually, won an Academy Award we're looking up now. Jim Carrey does not have an Academy Award. He has a Golden Globe though, or four of them. This
2: oh, was oh, yeah. There you yeah go. This was the best it's original just four, screenplay.
1: this four Globe, couple Globe. You, you, no. You Global Globe? takes like 4, Globes? He's like 4,000 Golden Globes to make one <laughs> Oscar, I think.
2: Okay. W- Winslet, actually, I was just reading this, received an Academy Award nomination for Best Actress for this. I can see that.
1: Yeah. It took her a long time to win an Academy Award. Way yeah. too long. She said this was her okay. favorite part of her ever, ever play. It's too
2: Interesting. I, don't know, I can't really, like, uh, she's not a person that I can be like, well, she was in this and this and this and this. She oh, was really in Titanic. Like, I remember she,
0: that. Yeah. But no, I, I'm definitely- Heavenly Creatures? I'm totally anybody? glad I saw this. I-I- <laughs> I,
1: Comment if you've seen
2: Heavenly Creatures <laughs> I thought
1: it was creepy. Um, Continue. <laughs> uh, yeah, no,
0: I, I, I'm glad I saw this. I like it. I'll suggest other people as a film to see. And that's my final thoughts on it.
2: So what's our next one?
0: Our next one is number 30, which is...
1: No. It's
2: probably going to be me. Slice.
1: Oh, okay. Really? With, uh... <laughs> I haven't seen that either. No, have any of I us? No, I think this is one of the ones that none of us have seen. We just
2: threw it on there because it was a sci-fi movie that well, we hadn't seen. I think
1: our friend was This, here this is this is a film that when it came out, I thought it looked terrible, but then the reviews were really good. And I mean, then, and it it kept popping up on some top sci-fi list, so I was kind of curious about it, so... I
2: remember being intrigued by it, and I... Enough to, like, I've read the Wikipedia article and I wanted to know what happened in the movie, but I was never tempted to watch it.
1: But, uh, this is a movie with Adrian Brody and Sarah Pauly. That's mm-hmm. so. oh, another artsy kind of film. And
2: Bro- yeah. Brody is always awesome. Yeah. I mean, he's a great, brilliant actor.
1: So, it should be interesting. Um, yeah, so, so it be go. interesting to have one that, uh...
2: So and two ish weeks
1: Which we'll get an episode. Thank you for listening.
2: Thank you. Ah.